Hello, I'm Andrew, the CTO at Hark. This is the third episode in which our CEO, Jordan Appleson, is joined by Bev Taylor at Brentwood. In this four-part series, Jordan and Bev are going to be discussing our current infrastructure for energy in the UK, as well as sustainability in the future with smart buildings and what Brentwood are doing to move towards a better, more sustainable future for them. You can find the video for this episode at vimeo.com slash harksys, or the show notes in your podcast player of choice, or by going to hark-studios.harksys.com slash five. We're back here with Bev from Brentwood. Uh, we're going to continue talking about energy management, sustainability, and uh, various other topics related to uh, how, uh, how we can be our own energy company. Yes, we need to provide the intelligence and we need to provide that smarter, non-binary, is it on, is it off? And it's, oh, it's, on, it's just always on and therefore yeah. wasting a ton of energy. But do you feel like, I guess in, in this science part, we've got tons of extremely smart people yeah. who are all dedicated to various different disciplines. But when you pull together, you know, people have different ideas. But as we move outside of this specific estate, there are places where they don't have these really smart people. If you give them certain technology, then they, they would have to decipher it in a way that they need to be energy experts. I think one of the things we're trying to do as well with our technology is make it really simple. And I think, you know, my colleagues say this, you know, Jules and Andrew, make this simple for human beings to understand rather than yeah. giving them all this data and even some intelligence, but not understanding what benefit it's driving. Um, and that's, that's something, and, and do you find that the lack of expertise in the field, is, is a, it, do you find that is prominent when you venture outside of kind of the Brentwood and MSP space? Because not everyone's an energy expert. I know. Completely. Yeah. Completely. And I absolutely get what you're saying. And I think it's such an important point for the sort of wider, uh, wider applications of this. Because, you know, if, you're, um, if you've got a garage down the road and you fit tires or you're doing people's MOTs, you don't really care about the red, amber, green thing during yeah. the day. You want to know you're getting your energy at a good price and you want somebody else to take care of, mm-hmm. care of this stuff. And I think that's why one of the things I'm really, really keen that we start to look at, again, as a collective, is, is this idea of a localised energy market. Yeah. I, you know, I've said that I don't believe that the grid can cope and we need to do decentralised energy systems. If that's the case, then we need to try to develop these transactional markets where, where we operate in a different way. And it means that the guy who's got the garage, you know, somebody else is looking after all of this for him. You know, you're looking after the data and the AI. You know, you're looking at how we, we optimize our asset base. You know, I'm, I might be the person sticking the battery in and sticking the solar on. But, but we're working together to look at how we collectively, you know, get that best value. And, and it means that everybody doesn't need to be an energy expert mm-hmm. because somebody, a trusted partner somewhere, whether that's whatever that might look like, somebody else is trying to do some of the hard work for them. And, and I think that that's the only way it's going to work. Interestingly, I also think we've got a, a specific problem in, um, this week they've announced that they're, they're going to remove the feed-in tariff yeah. for, for solar. Um, you know, how do we encourage the right behaviours for uh, small business owners if there's no incentive uh, so I think, you know, there's got to be something there that tries to replace that because at the end of the day, there's a capital requirement to do some of this stuff. And it's quite large, in this space, it's large capital requirements. Ca- yeah, it's yeah. large capital requirements. Yeah. I mean, when, if you're, if you're innovating a different space when digital technology, it's, it can be software, it's process, you know, optimizing processes. We're optimizing processes 
but there is a tangible asset. Yeah. There is something physical to connect to, or there's something physical to change. And also, it's high. Some of this stuff is really high voltage yeah, yeah. stuff. So, not only are the capital costs, you know, much higher, but then you need the right expertise, and there's operating costs with maintenance and all that kind of stuff. So, it, I do feel for for startups that are trying to operate in this space without any capital because it just it it's just impossible. It's it's good we look at Tesla and we think, well, you know, this is really cool. This is amazing technology. But for a startup to compete against Tesla and actually drive the price down of these kind of this kind of technology, you, you're not going to have the same that are kind of trying to create the next Uber <laughs> that you hear. Do you know what I mean? Com- completely. And I, and I think you know we started off around having conversations about um, being able to share data and information mm-hmm. on, on on this stuff, and it, that was a real big feature of our Cityverve project around the value of data. And this idea of you may be able to get to, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. But equally, you don't know what, what you may end up with yeah. when you start looking at, at um, you know, the correlation between this, this and this. And un- unless we start to get a little bit more open about that, you know, most organizations, it's all, yeah. okay. we need to, that, that's another cultural thing where we, we need to be uh, much more uh, approachable, I think, or, or much more open to the, to the whole data sharing piece, because that again is the only way that we're going to allow that that disruptive, innovative startup t- to be able to get a little bit of a foot in the door. One hundred percent. That's the thing. As companies grow, it can stifle innovation because yeah, there's ton, tons of process. I mean, anyway, look. This is this is a key thing that I see in in, in large industries right now. Large large corporates. And it's not because they don't, some, of, some people do, some people don't want to move forward, right? Yeah. It's not because everyone does or everyone doesn't, but part of it is some people just want to cut costs and they don't really care how they do that. Some people want to do the right thing because there's a sustainability aspect to it. But then at the end of the day, even if you have those mixture of people, they end up with that closed kind of data set. What I want to do with figure out a way with whatever we do is find a digestible way to kind of get the results of this out. Some people think it's intellectual property and there are elements of that, right? There are elements of that. But if we don't band together, and this is why I think MSP is a, is a great example and this building is a great example of that kind of collaboration. If we don't collaborate, then everyone's going to go do their own, their own thing. Some of people will reinvent the wheel and we'll end up in five years behind where we should be, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in complete agreement, and I agree. And, and I think that's really something, you know, we should be trying to leverage here. Mm. The fact that, and, it, and it, you know, it's really good that you and I are having this conversation, yeah. the fact that, you know, we're both operating in the same space. But on com- you know, different but, areas, but, but in like your this, yeah, it you know, it's great. And we need to, to not do that. Yeah, we, yeah. Need, we need to try and bring it all together, which um, I think is so important in these collaborative spaces like yeah. my idea. Because there's, there's so much that we can all get out of it. 100%. You know, you, you, you bring a lot to the table for us. We hopefully bring yeah. something, something to you. Well, this, this conversation, you know, like being able to kind of sit in a building and, and understand how, because that's, that's one thing, right, is you might have an idea for some technology and it will go completely the opposite direction, right? This helps other businesses, startups, innovators, come in and look at a problem with a completely different perspective and also go, well, actually, this didn't work, but can we do it better? And the investment there is building up new relationships, building up new businesses. So it, it kind of, the ecosystem grows, right? Whereas you might have an R&D company with a huge R&D department that 
throw millions and millions into it. They're just that might be a good thing, but the open collaboration means that we end up talking, we end up coming out with something that might be operating on a Tesla battery pack that Tesla yeah. haven't thought of, right? That kind of thing, and and that's kind of super exciting for me personally. <laughs> and uh, every time I, I kind of I come to this building, I see some of these sensors, I see what we do, and I think, well, actually, it's okay to ask to see. It's okay to come in and say, can we have a look at the data from this, or can we can we can we have a look inside this room? And you go, everyone here is just like absolutely. If this was a, a large corporate customer, they'd be like, well, maybe not, because we don't know you or we don't yeah, work with I, you. Yeah, I absolutely get that. And that but I think, again, that, that's a cultural thing that we need to try to... And this, I'm, I'm talking with my Bruntwood hat on. I think that we've got a, a sort of piece to, a part to play there in, in talking to other people to say, actually, it's okay. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, if, if your data's... You know, if something isn't great in your buildings, the only way you're going to get better is by, by sur- is by surfacing yeah. these things and, and getting a handle on them. Um, and I think as a, you know, as a, as a business community, as a city, we've got to start getting more comfortable with that because it's, um, you know, we're all in the same boat here. We all, we all know where we're going in terms of climate change. We all know where we're going in terms of, you know, energy price. It's not a secret. Let's, let's start looking at what the solution is. And that solution, you know, you, you can't do it on your own and I can't do it on my own. So, so we'll, we'll probably pick up more around like the bright building, energy management and kind of what we can do to increase sustainability. Like we've just, you know, we've talked quite a, quite a bit about um, specific topics, but we've got a lot more to discuss, I think. Sounds good. Look forward to it.